All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders and interesting projects and startups, and we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders, and let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we're talking to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Tharik Shihipar, who is one of the founders of Multiverse. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. It's good. It's going well. Yeah, that's good. Good to hear. I appreciate you being open to coming on to the show. For, for some that people that don't know what Multiverse is, which is like the coolest thing I think I've seen in a long time, can you share, uh, share what you're working on? Yeah, yeah. So, so Multiverse uh, is a web-based game creation system inspired by Dungeons and Dragons and Roblox. Uh, it's kind of like Roblox for grown-ups, I guess. Um, we've got like a marketplace uh, for A-list creatives. So you can buy and sell any part of the game, you know, from characters, skins, environments, storylines, music, code. Um, yeah, that's it, basically. Uh, we're on Twitter. That's probably the best place if, if you want to check out videos or things like that. We're play underscore Multiverse. Okay, so there's a lot you you know we could go into here. So I think yeah. first off is what are some of the personas of people that would use this product, or maybe like a, a, a like is it for game creators? Is it also was it mainly for people that aren't game creators that want to create games? I guess who uses this? Who will use this at, at the moment? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I guess. Uh, this kind of ties into how the game, uh, how we decided to make Multiverse, and so maybe I can tell that story really quick. Uh, so, so basically, it's me, Hisham, and Sara who are the founders, and uh, you know, me and Hisham are MIT engineers. Sara is this like great, crazy artist. She's like, you know, she's made a Marvel superhero, um, the first Arab American uh, a Marvel superhero, and and so like we've got this like kind of eclectic group of friends of like super talented engineers and artists. And we wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons, um, but but I guess more broadly, what we wanted to do was that we wanted to tell a story that we played together. Um, and we had recently read this book uh, called City of Brass, which is this like great Middle Eastern fantasy. And we're like, this is so dope. Like we we love like like it was a, a very refreshing take on fantasy. And we're like, we want to like engage with this kind of content more. And and there wasn't really a good way to do that in gaming uh, overall. Like. Um, we looked at like obviously Roblox and Minecraft are really big amongst like the the, the younger generations. You know what I mean? And that's a great way for people like to express like different ways of playing. But you know, if, if you're like I don't play Roblox, uh, it's not marketed towards me, right? And and so we we're trying to think about like how could we like kind of play something in this space, you know? And and like you see this on media a lot, like with the Stranger Things kids, right? Like they. Uh, you know, they make up their story about the Demogorgon, and that's kind of like the basis for their friendship, right? Like that they're building the story together. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's kind of what birthed multiverses. We tried to do it with Dungeons and Dragons, and it was just really hard. It was like, um, like it's basically, 
you know, pen and paper video games. And we're like, um, what the cool part of it is that you're making up a story together, but we're like, can we do it digitally instead? Right. And so the way you play multiverse is that there's, uh, you know, one person who's a storyteller, um, everyone else joins into the game. It's web-based. So it could be like, you know, on their desktop, on their phones, it could be in the same living room or you know, across the world. Um, and you guys are playing a game that, uh, you guys are playing a game that, uh, you guys are making up together. In particular, the storyteller can change the scene, the characters, the environment, the world, um, and basically improvise anything, right? So, um, that's basically the, uh, that's how it works. And, and so the people who use it are, there are kind of three, uh, use cases, I guess, or three groups of users. So there's like, uh, the players, right, who want to play in, in a world, uh, maybe not do as much of the world building, but still want to interact and improvise. There's the storytellers who like kind of have an opinion of the kind of world that they'd want to make. They're kind of like the DMs in Dungeons and Dragons, right? Um, but maybe they don't want to make all of it. They also want to have like a starting point, right? And then there's the creators who like make content like for, for storytellers and players to use. So that's like people who are making like, you know, art, storylines, music, um, usually these people are fairly established so they might be like um they're like what we call like creative ips like uh people who own like you know their own characters their own games um or they're freelance artists things like that so yeah that's awesome uh it's a it's a very very creative idea and i'm looking forward to continuing to dive in so one thing i'm not super clear on and note i yeah I haven't played a Dungeons and Dragons recently, so I might be lacking a little context. So these questions might be basic, but um, I, I am curious. Sure. So is, does everyone that plays in Multiverse, is it all the same like land and they can build their own parts of the land? Or does everyone have their own little game area that is separate from the greater area yeah, like it's like runescape or is it like your own, yeah. your own box you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. so you can kind of think of it like you can make your own runescape you know what i mean so like imagine that you had like the runescape world and you could fork it into your own world right and and so like um you guys could be like you know navigating that world together uh, you know some uh, kind of like down the line what we're thinking about is like how um, worlds might be shared amongst like like large groups of people, primarily on Discord and things like that, right? Where so like if you guys are creating this world like dynamically over time, um, and it's like your own private like kind of RuneScape, right? Um, that's um, that's like moderated by uh, a group of people who you know essentially like run the world, right? Like they're the moderators, storytellers, whatever. So. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a cross between RuneScape and, and something like Minecraft, I guess. Definitely. So let's say so let's say I want to create my own my own universe or my own game, which I do. I was playing around yeah. a little bit and you know, we'll we'll, we'll more so after like after this. So yeah. What are um what are some of the things that players that, that i'm able to enable players to do in my world let's say actually let's let's make it like something realistic something that i'm actually interested in building you know i just don't know how like i kind of yeah. wanted to create like the startup world like you know kind of codified and have like new york and have like boston have a san francisco and you know, all these different things and like yc you know just this 
sure. I don't know that type of thing. I don't know how I want to accomplish that yet, but like, is there yeah. a way to like build the startup scene like in this, in multiverse or how, you know, how can you work with that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so there are so many, there, there are lots of different ways to approach this. And I, I think like that's part of the fun. It's like, there's a lot of creativity here. Um, I, I think that like broadly, you know, like you might like, th- let's say that you were a, uh, creator you know what i mean like you could essentially like um if you're an artist you could make like uh, pixel art assets and things like that that would essentially that we would let you turn into maps and then um like essentially assemble like a map of boston a map of sf you know and share that with other people Uh, we're also trying to enable creators to work together so um you know like if you're a writer or programmer and you want to find an artist you know on our discord there are groups of like artists programmers writers who we hope can collaborate together right um but over time like there are some like long tail features that we'd love to like put in so for example we've been talking about like in multiverse each like world is is like called a verse right and we've been talking about like a like a verse that's set in yeah in the real world and so we use like Google Maps to generate like the actual like layouts, you know, um, and then like zoom in and let people play within it, right? So like a zombie apocalypse where you're in Boston and SF, things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, that's one aspect of it is like the visual. And then we also give you a lot of control over the gameplay aspect too. So like, uh, for example, like in Dungeons and Dragons, the common stats are like strength, charisma, intelligence, perception, right? Like those are kind of the ways that characters navigate the world, right? Like they have to use some of these stats, right? But you can imagine that you might have a completely different set of stats for, you know, like the tech world, right? So it might be like, you know, like coding, it could be like, um, you know, persuasion, you know, like could be things like that. And so like- Strength you, of you Twitter might, game. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So you might imagine that like the kind of stories you tell and the ways you navigate those stories are different as well. and And we, give you the ways to control that yeah yeah that's that's really exciting if if so right now like you know is this because this is a actually i, I don't even think i know when did you get started on yeah. this and what are people able to do on it now and what will i guess what is the next not long-term vision but like what's the next like year look like as i know it might be like a, a newer platform i think like can you kind of give me a timeline yeah yeah, yeah. So, so we started working on this full time in August, and so um, fairly recently, uh, we're, we're pre-launch. So uh, we, you know, we, we have a pretty active social media presence. We have people like um, who are engaging with us, and like uh, we're developing with them. But we're like really early alpha, and so um, you know, we've got a group of people that we talk to and play test with, um, and then over time, we're adding more and more. Um, yeah, next steps are like. Uh, we we're gonna have more people playing and, and in interesting ways I, I think that like i don't like basically we're pretty aware that um uh that like kind of how people are playing games is shifting a lot right now right with like uh covid19 right like uh staying at home like like social games web ba- web-based games are doing like extremely well and people are more likely to try them out and so we have some ideas about things that you know, people might want to try out, you know, maybe if you're not fully into D&D, you know, like you want like a lighter experience that we can also ship faster. Um, so we're looking at that. And uh, I, I don't think I, we've announced the details of that yet. But like, um, 
uh, we, it, it's coming soon. I think it'll be a really fun way of people engaging uh, with multiverse. Yeah, it's, it's. I think it's going to be a super magical product, um, and I think a lot of things can be done on it. Um, and I can only imagine, you know, the different games that I would want to build or the different verses I would want to build. So, one thing that I've been learning more about through this podcast is just this world of esports and yeah. what's what's going on with that and how it's growing and right. how like you either don't know much about it or you're enthralled and you know everything about it. Like, yeah, is this um, this might be a naive question, but would you say like th- what you're building is this like in the esports ecosystem? And if so, like how? And if not, why not? Like I just, I just ultimately, I'm trying to connect the dots of like what I know about esports and and what you're doing, and if there's some relation. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, I have an esports background as well. The last company I made was an esports analytics company that I sold to one of the teams. It was a bootstrap uh, um, company, and so. Um, I learned a lot about esports for sure. Um, I, I think, like you know, if you take the view that esports is like watching people play something in like a way that maybe you couldn't, or like they don't quite have the talent, uh, you don't have the talent for yet. Um, a lot of people watch other people play Dungeons and Dragons. So, if you've seen Cr- Critical Role, is one of the biggest Twitch streams. Uh, literally every week, they get about six hundred thousand viewers who watch their three hour episode right and so like it, it's crazy you know what i mean like they they have this really hardcore fan base and and what they do differently is like they're voice actors they're professional voice actors they they they're entertainers right and so it's not a competitive game necessarily but it is something that people watch and um you know if you take that view we think there is like a really strong esports angle you know like quote unquote esports angle um of, for multiverse and it's definitely something we're working with uh people to uh to partner with because you could also imagine that the audience could interact with the streamers as well you know i mean like you could say like like i need your help on this like role right like like uh, you could bless the streamer with points and then like their rng might get better like their their luck basically right so um yeah there uh there's definitely like an esports angle there and then there's also like um some organized play in like for example Dungeons and Dragons has like a, what you call organized play where groups of people like uh essentially like get together at gaming like for like uh gaming stores and and play and they have like a leaderboard and things like that and and those culminate in conventions so um yeah there's there's lots of angles here for sure like uh, more more people watch video games and play them these days so yeah and how do you, you, you mentioned that you, people are playing video games differently or games differently, um, or it's changing. Um, what do you think, I guess, a, a, what do you think the future of specifically like gaming is? And I'll even, you can have video games, esports, even like hard games, like just like overall gaming, um, you know, sure. with the new generation, with what's going on with coronavirus, you know, what do you think the future of just gaming in general is going to look like and how is it going to change from maybe our experience as kids, um, you know, gaming and will adults be gaming more than kids? You know, like, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts. on Right. That. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that, um, you know, like this is a really, really big space, right? Like there, there are so many different theses that you could have inside of it. And, you know, if you talk to like any gaming VC firm, they have like 10 different theses of like different like uh, verticals that 
emerge. I think broadly, the broadest thesis right now um, is that gaming is the future of social. That like, you know, instead of interacting with, you know, maybe pictures or like tags, like, like a kind of the way that people are interacting, you know, uh, with Roblox, Animal Crossing, you know, um, the web-based games that people have been playing, you know, that um, like, like that is going to be the future of social media and that like um, how that looks can, will depend very a lot, you know, I mean, like, like different people will have different, um, like different uh, taste, right? And so like, there'll probably be a, like a very varied amount of games uh, that usually ties into like the metaverse concept that like, you know, kind of similar to World, uh, sorry, um, uh, Ready Player One. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, seen it or heard it. Um, Very familiar. Ready yeah. Player One. Yeah. So, so that concept of like, how do we get to this place where, you know, um, uh, that everyone is just hanging out digitally, right? And, and so uh, the common thesis is definitely that there are going to be a lot of games coming out that uh, are social first, you know, I mean, mostly about social interaction, about like playing, about creativity, and less about, you know, the competition aspect as much. Um, and that these games will form like a network, kind of like, you know, kind of like the internet, like a protocol of like saying like, okay, you know, you buy a skin in this game, you can also use it in a different game. Um, and then, you know, as, as these protocols get more and more advanced, it just feels like you're kind of going from like, one part of the metaverse to another right like you're all kind of like uh, in the same way on the internet you know you're just going from one website to another um, the browser helps like uh, facilitate that experience um, but each person each website you visit is very different so that's that's the broadest like thesis in gaming right now yeah super interesting the the protocol idea is is, is fascinating like do you, do you kind of mean like games almost talking to each other even if they're different games and and can you dive a little deeper into that that like that that blows my mind um is that is that yeah. like can yeah what 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 you mean by protocol and then we'll go into the future of, of what you're building with multiverse yeah yeah for sure i, I mean um uh, I, I, no one's building this yet i would say or like maybe some people are but like it's not really adopted yet you know like blockchain is one possible implementation of that right like um, just kind of like a shared like database of like things, right? Um, but you you can kind of see like, um, for example, Fortnite is building a lot of um, building a lot of like skins from like real brands, right? Like you know like the like Nike and things like that, right? And it, you could imagine that it's not so far off that you know for, Epic also owns Rocket League, right? And so you buy something in Fortnite, you can use it in Rocket League. They make a partnership with Riot Games, and now you buy something in Fortnite, you can also play it in League of Legends, you know, like, um, and, and so it probably starts off with these, like, one-off partnerships building into, like, a protocol. Um, if it happens, like, that's probably how it goes, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, fascinating. Gaming is, that world uh, is, inc I'm increasingly getting more and more interested in it as I realize, as I, as I pay attention and see what's going on. Yeah. Like yesterday right. or two days ago, I walked into a Walmart and next and right to my left, I see an esports arena. I mean, it wasn't, it's not this giant yeah. thing, but it's like, it's, it's an esports yeah. thing and it's shut down because of coronavirus, right. but like it's there. I'm like, mm -hmm. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's Is that just, the Overwatch league or? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah know. Sure. Um, but yeah, it yeah, was just, yeah. I don't know, 20, I want to, my, my words are going to be wrong here, but like 20, 
seats of just gamer like gamer different centers like with different like just oh, sure. different seats where they can game i don't, I don't know the actual, yeah, yeah. The actual it, it's an internet cafe kind of right like it kind of um, looked like that yeah yeah and, and i mean that's a huge way that people socialize you know like in korea china like uh, internet cafes are like like the thing to do you know, with their friends yeah. yeah um and i think that's happening more in, in america too so yeah yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely paying attention. And I'm, I'm curious to know, for you, what would you say is the future of multiverse? You know, if you had to look out, you know, as far as you want to look out 10, 20, 30, you know, as, as far as you want to look out, like, what does the future look like when when everyone's on multiverse? And like, what what's the future that you're creating with, with this company? What's the vision? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so we're trying to enable more people to tell their stories inside gaming. Right. And, and so uh, we w- basically the future we think is that um, well, like people like lots of different types of people are making content on multiverse. They might be uh, game programmers. They might be um, IPs who own like characters within it. Right. Like um, they might be uh, musicians, artists, writers, but, like, like the games that people are playing will probably be really varied. Right. So like initially we're looking at games like Dungeons and Dragons, but um uh, the great thing about games is that like you can take one game and you can play it in a million different ways. Like the ways that people play Minecraft, for example, are just so, so, so different. And we're like really leaning into that and giving people the tools to like make any sort of like game they want, but it's social, it's web-based. Um, it's, and it's kind of about like making up uh, like an experience with your friends. And so um, like that's kind of, uh, the future is that we think that like this is going to be a big way in a big form of like how people socialize that like you know if you're stuck at home and you're like hey like do you want to jump into uh, like um, do you want to go to this place in multiverse right and and play this like game or even just hang out you know play these like mini games things like that um, like let's do it right and and multiverse is web-based which is the easiest way for people to hop on right and, and like you kind of see this with like animal crossing you see it with fortnite but the barriers of entry are much higher like you need to own a switch or you need to install fortnite uh with multiverse it's just a link so um yeah we want to be a big part of social gaming in the future yeah no that's a pretty awesome vision and to make it happen you'll need some help you know from employees you know from customers users maybe investors and also your the people listening to this podcast you know you got you got forward thinking yeah. founders community listening and they are they know the questions coming so the question is what, what what's an ask you have for the community what's something that we can help you with um help push your foot your vision along uh you know whatever you need so how can we help yeah yeah um i would love to have you guys follow us on Twitter and keep an eye out for the next announcement that we make about like how you can play. Um, we think that like, uh, it's going to be something that is really fun for uh, just anyone in quarantine. Uh, it's going to be really exciting. And then as multiverse develops, like, um, like there, there's kind of a space for anyone, any sort of skill set, like programming, writing, um, and just like, yeah, keep an eye out on like how, how things go and whether you'd want to, make something on multiverse our discord is a great way of connecting with people like that as well so um yeah definitely just yeah stay tuned yeah all right cool well thank you so much for coming on i'm excited about what you're building i think it's 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 so innovative and i'm looking forward to seeing the verses built on top of it so thanks thanks again for coming on the podcast 
Thanks, Matt. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into that episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And luckily, there's another one coming up real soon. But before then, I have a couple things to tell you. First, if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart, hit me up on Twitter. I am at Matt underscore Sherman, and that is Matt with one T. So hit me up, shoot me a DM, and I'm happy to check out what you're working on and maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the iTunes store, that would be awesome. I'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders. And the only way to do that, or one of the ways to do that, is growing with rankings. So if you like what you're listening to, please just go onto the iTunes store, give it five stars or four, you know, or three. I'm not going to tell you what to give, but just tell whatever I deserve, you should rate that. With that, I'm signing off. See you next time. Bye.